I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. You're listening to KSL News Radio. It's 151 right now as we continue our way through this new program here on the radio. We're talking about the coronavirus. And if it sounds like we're beating this drum uh, repeatedly and almost incessantly, just know that there's reason behind that. This coronavirus is no joke. It is infect it is infecting. It is affecting us uh, at all uh, turns. Hopefully not yet infecting us in all turns in all corners. Uh, but we are feeling the impact uh, of the coronavirus uh, everywhere, in government, in finance, in our personal lives. Uh, when we go shopping uh, this morning, the big news of the day was that the Dow uh, had plunged uh, by such a, an amount that uh, trading was halted uh, for 15 minutes to avoid uh, drastic, drastic uh, ramifications of a, of a plunge like that. Right now, uh, the Dow Jones on the day is down 1,676 points. That's a decline of 6.48% for the day. The NASDAQ, 5.93% down. S&P uh, 500 index is down 6.61%. That is one of uh, many, many impacts being felt by you and me as this coronavirus uh, makes its way uh, around the world. I got a text message earlier this morning from uh, a good friend of mine, someone who has become uh, a good friend of mine, and that is uh, Jenny Taylor. Right now she is serving as the civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army. She joins me now. Uh, Mrs. Taylor, how are you? I'm doing greatly. How are you today? Not too bad at all. Can I tell you uh, a text message I just received from my sister? She uh, is in the Army, an officer, recently commissioned. Uh, she w- She's listening to the program right now, and in the last segment I teased ahead to uh, who I'd be speaking to, uh, mentioned you by name and your new role as a civilian aide to uh, Secretary McCarthy. And my sister texted, she said, I'm glad to hear Jenny Taylor works with Secretary McCarthy. I really like him, and I'm so impressed by her. I feel like oh, I'm in good hands. As a, she says, "I feel like I'm in good hands as a soldier uh, with her up there." Uh, so, no, you've well, got thanks, to you've got thanks, a cheering section for her service and congratulations on commissioning. That's wonderful news. Yeah, uh, I'm proud of her as well. Let me ask you this: You uh, earlier this morning sent me in a text message some news uh, about a change of plans uh, on your front. What's going on? Yeah, so my my oldest daughter is a ninth grader who, for some reason, has always been in love with Italy. We're not sure what or why or where it started, but a little, little girl has always dreamed of going to Italy. And so, a couple of years ago, when she turned 13, my husband and I decided for her 13th birthday, we would give her this trip to Italy. And And then when each of our children turned to teenagers, we let them each kind of pick a special mom and dad vacation to take. They have seven kids. Sometimes you get lost in the mix. We wanted to make sure they had kind of this coming of age, just opportunity. Well, right when my daughter turned 13, my husband was in Afghanistan. And so we gave her the trip for her birthday with the travel dates being, you know, projected to the end of the deployment. Unfortunately, we all know how the the deployment went and my husband ended up uh, being killed in Afghanistan. So, the trip got postponed until 
my my daughter really she's going to be stuck just going with me she's going to have to go just there with me and we've scheduled this trip for her spring break which is two weeks from now and now we've been watching with the coronavirus and the different warnings and, and travel guidelines and things and Italy's not looking like our best bet uh, for March of 2020. So we're looking at not canceling the trip, but having to having to postpone and maybe be a little careful with what we otherwise would have just jumped on a plane and grabbed our bags and gotten out of here. Sure. Let me ask you. And so, so for clarity, you are postponing her trip, not canceling. She still has this to look forward to. Oh yeah, we're the, the, well, and that's what she said was, "Mom, yeah. you can't yeah. cancel the trip. Dad already canceled it." She gives me all the grief uh. and everything, and I told her, I said, "You know, here's the truth, honey. It's not just." We obviously don't want to get sick, and we don't want to be carriers of this illness. Of course, that's kind of a given. The other thing is, I've got six other kids not sure. invited on this trip with me and my oldest daughter. There's no way we can go to Italy for a week and then end up either being unable to leave because of travel restrictions out of the country, or, hey, come on back to America, and we're going to throw you in some quarantine for another three weeks or so. Yeah. My my poor mother would probably go crazy with the other six <laughs> kids, so... Just out of an abundance of caution, um, you know, I'm not trying to jump into the panic of things. It's just more a practicality thing. It s- sounds I, prudent I to really me. really can't. As a, as a single mom with seven kids, I can't take the risk of traveling with one of my children and maybe not coming back to my others for another three or four yeah. weeks. Uh, Jenny Taylor, I'm grateful to you for sharing that story with us. I wish uh, uh, you and your daughter the best of luck. Uh, and, and let us know when that uh, trip gets rescheduled. We'll be rooting for you. Thanks. We'll have plenty of pictures to share. Thanks, Lee. We'll get some gelato just for you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, That's Jenny Taylor. She called in real briefly to tell uh, a story of their family. Uh, There was a trip planned to Italy for uh, their daughter, a trip planned by uh, Mrs. Jenny Taylor and uh, her husband, uh, Brent Taylor, when he was still with us. Unfortunately, he lost his life in Afghanistan and uh, unable to make that trip. That trip uh, was scheduled uh, to take place in Italy at the end of this month, but due to this coronavirus, uh, daughter uh, there in the Taylor family is going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, while I still have you for a, a few moments here in this segment, I want to tell you uh, about something that took place uh, some time ago. Remember CPAC? Uh, it's that big uh, conservative uh, group that gets together and they speak to, to one another. They share conservative ideals. There are a big speaker. The president spoke. Uh, the vice president spoke. Mike Lee uh, was there. Uh, he spoke. Uh, famously, Senator Mitt Romney was disinvited by the folks at CPAC uh, just after his vote against the president during all those impeachment proceedings. Well, what has happened and what has shaped up is that uh, there was someone in attendance there at CPAC. This took place in uh, Maryland at a, a little place just uh, outside of Washington, D.C. There's a big convention center uh, there. Well, there was someone in attendance who shook hands and interacted with a number of members of Congress uh, who was later, after returning home to uh, New Jersey, I believe, diagnosed with the coronavirus, tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, uh, the organizers at CPAC and uh, some of the other smart folks have taken action. They're scrolling through pictures, trying to discern uh, with whom, with, with, with which members of Congress or their staff uh, did this infected individual have contact. And it so far has been revealed that uh, they had contact with Senator Ted Cruz, Representative Paul Gosar, 
Uh, and now, uh, just before uh, the this segment began, I learned that there was another member of Congress, Representative Collins from Georgia, who also had contact with this individual. Those three members of Congress uh, are now, in an abundance of caution, subjecting themselves to self-imposed quarantine. They won't be meeting uh, with constituents. They won't be on the floor of the House voting. They won't be traveling via airplane. They are going to uh, self-quarantine themselves after having contact with the infected person at the CPAC conference. Now, that's only one side of the story. In about two, three minutes, the chiefs of staff from every office of a member of Congress in Washington, D.C., they will be getting together with the chief physician over Congress who will be giving them guidance and insight uh, and recommendations uh, and maybe decisions as to how Congress will operate uh, as we face the uh, troubles here with the coronavirus? Will members continue to gather and vote? Will they welcome constituents into their offices? Will the public still have access for tours and the like of the Capitol Congress, uh, Capitol Complex? Uh, as it is, the House is the, the people's house, uh, and traditionally uh, access has been wide open uh, for those folks. We're going to follow that. I'm going to touch base with some of my chief of staff friends from back there in Washington, see what comes out of this meeting. I'll share it with you later. Next up, we're speaking to Miles Hansen, president and CEO of World Trade Center Utah, to get his take on the dramatic drops of the Dow, the S&P 500, and the NASDAQ. What does that mean for you and me? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.